Welcome to Eclipsed, a Heroes podcast where two old school Heroes fangirls rewatch the show, talk about it, defend its honor occasionally. My name is Keisha. And I'm Rachel. And this week, we are going to be covering episode 24 of season 3, I Am Siler. And this is the penultimate, holy shit, episode of season 3. Yeah, almost done. God, we're almost there. It feels like it's been 86 years or whatever. Before we begin talking about the episode this week, what's that? Oh yeah, it's Heroes News Network time. Also known as the Zachary Quinto has been cast in this podcast uh, segment. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, because I literally was like, wait, we didn't talk about this thing. He got cast <laughs> like a week ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be in a film called He Went That Way, which is a true crime thriller. Um, I just need you to read the synopsis for yourself because I can't, I can't without laughing the whole time. I'm sure it'll be fine on, on screen, but on paper it sounds ridiculous. But um, it's, a, it's based on a true story of um, a man who runs in, into the path of a, of a serial killer. And believe it or not, the serial killer is not played by Quinto. Hey. Um, mm-hmm. Because he doesn't do that anymore unless it's for subpar vampire thrillers. Anyway, so um, it's going to be him and Jacob Ilardi, who um, has been in a few things. He was in the kissing booth, but a lot of people know him um, from being in Euphoria and being really fucked up in that. Like everybody in that, is in that show. But um, yeah, so... Well, um, yet another uh, project on his plate. He's he's absolutely staying booked and blessed. Yeah. No. Yeah. His agent's doing the work, for sure. I mean, really? Mm-hmm. Like, look at his IMDb right now. It's probably pretty stacked in, like, the, you know, announced and pre-production and filming part. Oh, God, I didn't even think to look there. I'm sure it is. <laughs> sure I mean, it all is. this shit we keep talking about, yeah. Um, that was, that was my little bit of news, but you have a fun thing to talk about as swell. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not quite news, but it kind of is. Okay, so. It tickled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> come on a journey with me of, of discovery. Mm-hmm. We, <laughs> there's a show on Netflix that was recently canceled. They only had one season, Jupiter's Legacy, right? I'm sure you've heard about it. It's superheroes. Um, maybe you've even watched it. I watched it with my dad. He hated it. That's neither here nor there. I thought it was fine, right? (laughs) So I'm sitting in the Menards parking lot, waiting for my father to come back out after buying bird seeds and peanuts. Should you explain what a Menards is? A a Menards is like a... It's like a home improvement store. Okay. It's like Home Depot, like Lowe's. Okay. Because I was like, I don't don't know what that is. So, yeah. (laughs) Oh, so I guess it's kind of regional. It's it's like a home improvement store. It's just like, yeah. So I'm waiting, and I look at my Feedly, and one of the actors from it was like, yeah, it was a bummer, we got canceled. And so I looked at that, I was like, oh, which actor is this? And it was like, the son of the main guy, whatever. And I was like, oh, I know what I should do. I, I keep forgetting to look up. I want to look up what some things some other people have been in from it. And I was like, oh, I wonder who that one hot guy was that was mostly <laughs> in the past scenes, what he's, you know, been in before. And on the show, like, that's George. If you've seen the show, he's only in the 1920 stuff. I won't get into the why. <laughs> and I, okay, I look it up and it's Matt Lanter. And I'm like, okay, it says like he's been in like 90210, like the reboot of that or whatever. Scroll, scroll, scroll on wiki. This motherfucker. <laughs> if you didn't recognize the actor's name already, it's fucking Brody from season one of Heroes. Damn. I <laughs> wish you could have seen my face sitting in the car when I read that. I was uh. like, are you? 
fucking serious right I now? really, really <laughs> wish I could have seen your face because you were just going off about it. I, I was having like a like mental breakdown in the car. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't see the resemblance at all. And it wasn't even anything that was in the forefront of my brain at the time. Yeah, so. no, because you showed me a photo of him in the show, and if you hadn't already told me he was Brody, I wouldn't have thought about it either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. Brody of fuck Brody fame. Yeah, fuck Brody. Yeah, it was more like, how did I not realize that sooner? How did that yeah. name not trigger some sort of, like, uh, trip when I saw it? So, yeah. Yeah, but it happens sometimes, some, you know? Just some fun there. Yeah. <laughs> And, and you also finished watching The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and, and got to see some fun yes. of alums. <laughs> yeah, Dan Bird and then, like, Quinto right afterward, yeah. Mm-hmm. Zachary Quinto made me fucking wheeze laugh on that show. He's so funny. <laughs> yeah. He needs to get on comedies more. Like, fuck. Yes, he was very good on it. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't have him for the, like, interactive special they had. Yeah, I heard he wasn't but. in it, and I thought that was butts, considering everything. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so uh, let's let's kick it off. Um, we start things off where the last episode left off, like Heroes loves to do. So we're in the diner, and everyone sat around from their Coyote Sands journey, and this time we see more of fake Nathan's speech. And basically, mm-hmm. it just sort of uh, it just sort of boils down to. What if a politician in real life, say a senator, called a press conference and called out the president in front of everyone? Like, <laughs> yeah, that is a thing that would have to be dealt with. So it's not like he's just whining, you know, in a way that like, oh, nobody cares what this random senator is doing. Like, No, he's fully calling out the president of the United States. And he says very interesting wording when he's like, when the president agrees to meet with me, when he agrees to shake my hand, then real change can occur. And I was like, oh, you little bitch. He's going to try to get the president's DNA. So, yeah. Um, (laughs) So then we see more of the table having a reaction to it instead of just being like, what the fuck? And uh, I love how Noah earlier was like trying to tell Nathan and Claire about the Siler thing, but they were like, whatever. And I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. It's a problem now. We see that, and then we go back in the past. While they were digging graves over in Coyote Sands, other stuff was happening with our other characters elsewhere 18 hours earlier. So we get to go back in the past and sort of see what happened then, and then we'll, you know, match up at the end and go a little further. Um, so 18 hours earlier, we see Agent Taub's face, and uh, <laughs> Siler wakes up, and he's like, oh, fuck. He didn't do that. He didn't intentionally shift into Agent Tab. What the hell? So he shifts back into himself. And I like to compare it to, like, a more extreme version of, like, hey, don't sleep in your contact lenses. Like, you know, they'll get stuck. So he accidentally slept with the wrong face on. (laughs) So he goes back to normal, except for it's not normal. He realizes something is wrong the minute his face is back to what he thinks is right again. And he reaches in and he yanks out a tooth. And, uh... I wrote in my notes, I was like, I have an extra tooth. Does that mean I was a shapeshifter once? <laughs> like, maybe. <laughs> Could be. Just rips it right out, too. Just, oh, no, no hesitation. So he's just like, Jesus. what? He's just like, what the what? Like, he makes the best the fuck face, you know, as he's looking in the mirror, like, what is going on? So Siler's going through some kind of thing, but we don't get to spend too much time with it because it's time for Matt and Janice. 
before before you go over there yeah please by all means i want to talk about two things from the previously number one nathan gets to do the previously this week after we've had like three or four weeks of mohinder doing it oh fabulous as you know i don't have them secondly uh heroes loves to have things that we've never seen in the previously and there is a moment where i think it's intentionally put in there where danko points out agent tob and is like you have to kill him you have to be him next Oh, yep. see, this is when it sucks that I don't have previously. Mm-hmm. Because I, I fully, I fully don't have that on my version. So, because that's that's like who he becomes essentially. It's like that's that's the the, the skin he wears now, so he can do stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, walk around without being noticed. So that's the core of the like most of the whole conflict with him and Danko is he doesn't want to do it anymore because he's having a crisis. Yep. But yeah, Ugh. yeah. Well. Okay, so I guess we'll do the inevitable. So Matt is with Maddie <laughs> Jr. And he's calling uh, Janice. And um, she got released pretty easily from custody, you know? Like, they don't really go into it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I was like, because she's a lawyer, maybe? Like, we just sort of dropped that, I guess. Um, but she got well, taken like, in and she got released. So When they, w- they came for Claire, Sandra and um, Lyle weren't taken in. That's true. That's true. But they did take Janice, though. Yeah, probably for, like, a hot minute, and then we're like, ugh. Yeah. You know? But we didn't see how far um, away she got. They might have let her go right at the door. Yeah, that's true. Like I said, we, we, we didn't follow that storyline at all. So, because Janice... Yeah. Janice only exists where we need her to. <laughs> that's all. Mm-hmm. So, um... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Hero and Ando are there as well. And uh, Matt just wants to take his kid home. And Hero's like, you know... Oh, yeah, you know, that's good. Like, you know, a mother and a father, like, hooray. Like, the, the baby has, you know, everything it needs. And he's like, but, you know, we need to finish what we started. Like, we got to go to building to six. We got to bring the fight to them, very kind of thing. And Matt's, like, not into it any longer. He's like, no, no, I don't want to do that shit anymore. He doesn't want to fight. He's a dad now. He's got other responsibilities. He says, this little guy is a game changer. And so Hero's like, well, all right. I don't have any kids. So I guess we'll go stop the bad guys, huh, Ando? <laughs> and they want Matt to tell them where Building 2-6 is, and he doesn't want to. And he's like, you know, freezing time's not going to be the answer. You know, like, you're not going to you're not gonna be able to do this. And, you know, he's like, thanks for saving my life. Now go save your own. Like, you got you to gotta figure this out. And they wave bye to the baby. Bye, baby. And it's funny because they go to Hero and afterward and they're like parkman's right we don't have a plan we just know where we need to go but hero is very hero about things where he's just like ah hero never concedes defeat like we'll figure it out we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this regardless of the fact that we don't know what the fuck we're doing so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep charging straight ahead he's bumbled his way into i think bumbled is being harsh he's he's made his way he's well, conquered enough stuff that i can yeah. see why he'd be like let's do this let's take on yep. building two six why not? I mean, he's he's feeling some kind of way about himself now that he has a power again. So, mm-hmm. which becomes a topic of conversation. So it does, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how's 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 our boy? How's how's he doing with uh, waking waking up with an extra tooth? How's how's that affecting his day so far? So Siler is just hanging out on a park bench, just sitting there thinking and. Up oh, Danko comes, and he's like, "Yes, yeah, so I just got told by an analyst <laughs> that they just saw Siler on a camera on K Street, and I was all like, ha, no, Siler is dead. Surely it can't be him. 
So put your face back on. <laughs> it's time to get to work. So I was like, I don't need your pep talk. <laughs> and Danko tells him that, you know, Siler died. He's dead. He died to give you your freedom. When you're, when you're Tob, you can do whatever you want. You can kill. And Siler's like, no, like, I'm losing who I am. Last night I went to sleep as me and I woke up as Tob. And he shows Danko the extra tooth that he pulled out of his mouth. And he thinks that shifting his DNA so much is, like, causing something to go wrong with him. And Danko just does not, just does not bother him. He's like, well, then just stay as Taub then. What's the problem? Why do you keep shifting back to, to Siler? <laughs> and he's like, ugh, Taub is nothing. I don't want to be a nothing. And again, he's like, as Taub, you can come and go. You can kill who you want. But if you're Siler, then I have to hunt you down and make your life a living hell. So I guess, you know, it's your choice. <laughs> and Siler shifts back to Taub. And while he's doing it, like, it pans to, to um, Danka, who is smirking his ass off about it. Like, ah ha ha, good boy. <laughs> so he's like, good, I'll see you at work. When Danka walks away, Taub rolls his sleeve up and, using his telekinesis, carves I am Siler into his arm, which, woo, that's the title card, baby. Woo! Fun title card! Wooshiros. Woosh! <laughs> He's like, Dinko, have you seen Taub? Now, have you have you seen me? Like, <laughs> come on, like, look at me. Look at me. This is great. I wanna That's be not me. so great. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I'm being thirsty, but also, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's something to get into where it's like, there's two things happening here for Siler, I think. One, it's actually not that great for him to not be hunted. <laughs> He's kind of bored yeah. with, like, not having a challenge like this. It's kind of what his father talked about. Exactly. It leads his mind to stray to other matters, which we'll really get into later. Um, and then B, this whole, and, and we'll get into this much more later, too. It's not fun to have all this power and to do all these things if he can't be himself. That was the whole point. He wanted mm-hmm. to be special. Him. Gabriel fucking Gray. He wanted to be the best there ever was, if I may. Mm-hmm. So this, this ain't cutting it. This ain't doing it. This is, this is not satisfying him in any way, shape, or form. Never mind the issues with, you know, shape-shifting out of his control in his sleep. Yeah. Poor Sila. We have to feel bad. Yeah, poor buddy. <laughs> <laughs> poor baby. Aww. He cries a lot this episode, so we should feel sad for him. <laughs> Yeah, I feel bad. He's, he's going through it. With a lot he's of people. He's going through he's it. Killed so many innocent people. And he's about to kill another one. <laughs> yeah, he is. Why don't we learn all about Tom Miller in Richmond, Virginia? Yeah. So Tom Miller, mm-hmm. Virginia. Mm-hmm. Tom Miller, played by Clint Howard, by the way. The incredible, the legendary Clint Howard. Which I remember last week when you were getting ready to do the outro, I looked up and. He's never been on Lost. Uh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Heroes but not Lost. Wow. Yeah. They so, love their, like, genre star guest stars. And this is, like, a yes. this is a big one. Like, I can't express mm-hmm. to you guys how cool it is that they got Clint Howard to do this. So. Yes. And Tom gets a message. And it's from Rebel saying to get out now. And we see Tob outside. And <laughs> we're about to get into the thick of it, Keisha. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> Taub shifts from his sting clothes, his, like, you know, what would you call that outfit? Well, it was, like, his, like, swat Tactical outfit. gear? Yeah, his tactical gear. Yeah. Into Siler and different clothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, 
We're going to stop the scene here because Keisha messaged me last <laughs> night before I watched the episode all, he shapeshifts clothes. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's about what it was too. That was the tone. What? <laughs> so let's get into it, Keisha. Clothes yeah. shapeshifting. What's happening here? What the hell? Um, It's just like, it's classic tropey, like shapeshifter 101 stuff. You can't change the clothes. You have to like put different clothes on, but you can change the form. Um, because we saw, like, the thing that stuck in my mind was when he was the medical examiner taunting Noah. He mm-hmm. was still in those clothes when he shifted back. Um, yeah. So now he can just shapeshift his whole fucking outfit, too, I guess. That's not how that works. But, um, because it's a DNA manipulation thing. It has nothing to do with outerwear. Like, ah. Oh, so then I was all worried when I was yelling at her that he had actually done it before. So then she did some research. Yeah, because I thought, oh, didn't James Martin do it in the club? Mm. No, all three of the men, Danko, James, Siler, were all wearing very similar outfits. Like, black jacket on a black shirt. That's probably how Danko was able to be like, that's not Siler, that's kind of a different clothing than he had on. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Yes, that's probably why he knew right away it wasn't Siler, because he's fairly perceptive, I'd say. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, in the following episode, they make it very obvious that the clothes do not change. He stays in Danko's outfit when he's messing with Danko. He stays mm-hmm. in Sandra's outfit after coming away from Noah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? And then we yes, leave him alone for an episode. Mm-hmm. Because that's the um, 1961. And now we come back to this one, and now he can change clothes, I guess? But is it just him elevating the power further because he's having <sighs> extra teeth? He's been using it so often. Is it just like See, he is evolving the power? That's the thing is I can't get full on like like vein bursting in my forehead about it because this is mm-hmm. not the first time that he's taken a power and elevated it. It's kind of his whole thing. So yes, this is his like flipping a truck with TK. Like yeah, I, I feel it, like you know the real answer is. He had to shapeshift back and forth a lot in this episode, and they were like, we're not even going to bother with oh. doing that wardrobe stuff. Just oh. keep him in his. 100%. And Tob in his. Yeah, so. Yeah, because we've talked about the arduous shooting schedule of Heroes before. They didn't have time for that, especially probably at this point. Um, mm-hmm. Working mm-hmm. with everyone's schedules and everything. Uh, yeah. So I'm sure it was just easier for them to do that, but it was one of those things where I was like, excuse you, you know, when I saw it. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, ultimately, I think the verdict could be he shouldn't be able to, but hey, you know, they gotta film a show. So, mm-hmm. so such such is life. Anyway. Anyway. So, Siler... <laughs> Siler ends up in his living room just sitting down drinking his hot cocoa because that's what Siler does. He drinks your hot beverages in your house, I guess. He fully does. Just it, sitting his ass on does. the couch. Mm-hmm. And it startles Tom... And Tom's like, oh, are, are you rebel? And so I was like, I am a rebel. Oh, my God. <laughs> it made me cringe then. It makes me cringe now. Uh, Siler then asks Tom, what can you do? And Tom takes a porcelain figure, puts it out there, and, like, focuses on it and shatters it, basically. He turns it to dust. It's not quite clear what that power would be. Maybe he can just shatter things, or he's got some it's kind like of a, low sonic thing, or... It's like an earthquake thing, kind of, but very focused. Perhaps. Like a, Perhaps. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that looks fun. And Tom's like, are you freaking <laughs> crazy? <laughs> 
And so I was like, yeah, kind of, I guess, sure. Um, so here's the deal. Agents are on their way here, and you get a choice. <sighs> are you with them or with me? And of course, Tom is like, I'm with you, thinking he's rebel and he's going to save them. <laughs> and so I was like, huh, good choice. And cut! Slice. <laughs> I love his demeanor in this whole moment. Because he gets to really, like, feel his oats. He gets to really be like, I am smarter and better than everyone else, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I like when he just, like, how he claps his hand on him before he does it. Just like, oh, bud. <laughs> like, that's the choice, huh? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great oh, choice. so good. Mm-hmm. Also, Clint Howard does a great scream. Yes. The man's mm-hmm. a legend. <laughs> they, they literally got him for this one less yep. than five minute scene, so... Which, if people don't know who he is, you should look up his IMDb. He's been in a lot of fucking shit. And uh, he's also, he's uh, Ron Howard's uh, brother. So Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's been in, like, everything. That's why I was like, Ooh. oh, he wasn't on Lost. Kind of surprising. But Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Moments later. <laughs> Danko and the other agents move in and they find dead Tom, head clearly sliced open, Siler style, and on the <laughs> wall in blood, I am Siler. And... Agent Taub sidles up next to Danko. Oh, jeez. That guy's got some ego. Oh, my God. <sighs> this, this fucking guy. <laughs> it's just like a whole, like, bratty, like, okay, I'll do what you tell me to, but I'm still going to be me. And, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm still me. Like, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't like being controlled. He doesn't like living a normal life. And he's not going to do either. So... No, he just wants to do what Siler does. Just wants to do himself. <laughs> he does. You can't tell me what to do. Yeah, that was that was so him doing that. That was so him acting out just for Dango. Yeah. He didn't need that power. He'll never fucking use it. Like No. No. So uh what's going on now? How is how is Danko <laughs> taking what he just saw? <laughs> well, Back in Building 2-6, Siler is deadass just sitting as himself in Danko's office, just, like, sitting there. The blinds are not closed. And uh, <laughs> Danko comes in. He's all kinds of unhappy. He comes in. He shuts the blinds. He's like, so you gotta be you. Is that it? And Siler's like, what do you want from me? I got the target. And, like, look, Rebel's still out there. We know he's in D.C. Like, I, I mean, I don't see how this is a lose for you. And Danko's just not having this. He's like, you need to play dead. That's how this whole fucking thing works. And Siler's like, you know, one of my eyes stayed blue for over an hour yesterday. Which, you know, is a fun reminder that, you know, he's he's got very dark brown eyes. So um, mm-hmm. that should not be a thing. And Dago just sighs and he's like, okay. So let me tell you, the past five years, I've lived eight different, li- uh, eight different uh, lives. With wives and girlfriends, I've spoken six different languages. But all that time, I still knew who I was, you know, at the end of the day. You gotta find an anchor, something that reminds you of you. And so we see Danko has a little pocket watch, and that's his anchor. So he pulls it out, and I was like, oh, that's just so on the nose. (laughs) It's a fucking watch, Mm -hmm. like, in front of Siler. Like, oh, that's great. So Siler takes it and looks at it, and he's like, ah, he's like, you know, telling him about it, because he can't not. He's like, Rodina, uh, Soviet military issue. Uh, it's running a little fast, but otherwise, throws it back to him. It's a nice watch. And Danko's like, huh, understanding how things work. Who'd you kill to get that power? And then Siler's like, that's the only one that was ever truly mine. And he sniffles. He sniffles. 
Oh, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh my god, the man pain on display. <laughs> it's too much. Danko is being like very fatherly in this moment in the episode. He's like, being the daddy that Noah Bennett refuses to be. <laughs> yes. Yes. Especially right now. He's like, you gotta find an anchor. You know, if I'm able to do it, you can do it too. You just gotta, you can be like me, kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, come on, bud. Let's go have a catch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Shall I move How on to Hero and Ando? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so they come up with a plan. They're like, hey, let's get fake caught. <laughs> so I was just like, you fucking too. <laughs> um, they are going to go to Mr. Ezok's loft. Because it has uh, motion detectors. So if they go in there, they'll immediately get busted. And Hero makes this whole show of, like, blowing some powder to show where the invisible lasers are. Which I love. That's, like, classic, like, heist movie type shit. I'm such a sucker for it. Mm -hmm. And they argue about who should be the bait. And he's like, well, Ando, obviously, you're the bait. Um, Because, hi, hi, hello, Hero can't stop time if he's unconscious. So it's got to be Ando. And Ando's like, dude, I can't become the Crimson Arc if I'm out. That's what he calls himself now. <laughs> the Crimson mm-hmm, Arc. Mm-hmm. And, uh, here <laughs> Is Hero... Okay. 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 Rachel. Is Hero telling a period joke? <laughs> I'm unsure. Okay. I can't convince myself because Ando's like, what do you think of the name? And Hero's like, yeah, it's pretty good, but it's ladylike. And kind of smirks. I didn't catch that. Oh my god, because he makes another thing about the name later on. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I is, don't know. Is that is that a period joke? <laughs> How else would it be ladylike? The Crimson Arc. Oh my god, is it a period joke? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Or at least that's what Hero's taking it. Why would Hero make a... <sighs> I don't know, but he's very smirk about it. Something I don't get, at least, so... Okay. Like, I didn't catch him with the ladylike thing. I will fucking show you. I will show you. I believe you. I watched you. it twice. Because I was like, wait, what did he say? Yeah. I believe you. So yeah, Hero's being rude. And Ando, it, you know, once again, is like, you know, you've never been comfortable with me having a power to. And uh, Hero's like, no, no, it's fine. And uh, Ando's like, you know what? We could have been a team. But like, maybe, maybe I'll be more of like a loner, you know, like Batman. And... Uh, Basically, as they're having this argument, the agents arrive fast. <laughs> like, they've mm-hmm. already tripped the thing, you know? Like, it's happening. It's go time. So they rush in. They fire their tranks. And Hero stops time. He has to do it so that they don't, you know, get busted. And he's like, sorry, Ando. I guess you're bait. But Ando actually doesn't get stopped along with it. He's still fully awake and aware and not frozen, which is a fun mm-hmm. new development for him. Mm-hmm. Which we'll explore a little bit uh, more later on, but we 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 have a we have a real choice that they that they that the writers made to deal with first. Um, <laughs> why? Well, uh, why? But, yeah. Before we go there, um, okay. I, I I didn't realize that it was this late into the show that Hero had people walking around with him. When time was first. Yeah, right? Until Ando later on is like, oh, wow, I've never done this. I was like, oh my god, you fucking haven't, huh? You're always getting, like, mm-hmm. wheelbarrowed and teleported and shit. I think the only one before this was Daphne, and that was something a little different, because, you know, fast and time-stopping, so. Because if you're DC Comics, then they're both in the Speed Force at the same time, and yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I didn't realize that it was this late. Yeah. Yeah, dude. There's a lot to not remember about the trajectory of hero storyline. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, example, what's going to happen to him at the end I thought happened a little earlier. So I thought it happened later. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess we meet in the middle. We'll talk about that when we get there, huh? God, if it's not Noah or Siler the Petrellis, we can't be asked. <laughs> <laughs> It all, like, to be fair, it blended together for some of their stuff, too, so. No, 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 it fully did, so. Anyway. Um, so why don't you tell us all about, uh, what, what kind of anchor Siler thinks he's gonna find? (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Like, I, I love Siler and his stories and his bullshit. This is a lot. (laughs) This is so, this is so on the nose. It's not subtle. Yes, it is. Mm Mm-hmm. So we're at Tob's apartment and a police officer is at the door and he knocks and he is delivering a box to him. And what is inside this box? It is the Virginia Gray murder files. And he's like, hey, what's up? Federal agent care about some dead old broad from Queens. And then Sire like basically shuts the door on him. <laughs> so fucking he's got what rude. he wanted. He wanted his boxes with the stuff in it. You know, Siler's such a little junior Hannibal sometimes about manners, but he can be so rude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway. Siler shifts back to himself. He takes the sweater out, the bloody sweater <laughs> out of the box, and he sniffs it. He also finds that the scissors are in there, too, the murder weapon. He touches it. None of this is bagged, by the way. <laughs> the scissors were. in the fucking box. The scissors, the scissors were yeah, okay, because fair. I looked at it and it went, that looked like, that looks like a deposit bag. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, okay. they were bagged. Gotcha. And, uh, but the sweater also, was not, yeah. Yeah, the sweater was not. He just pulls it out, <laughs> sniff. Um. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for giving a lot of, like, energy toward how fucking insanely he inhaled that sweater. Okay. <laughs> he pulls the scissors out. He pulls out a snow globe. It is a snow globe with an Eiffel Tower in it. And while he's looking in smelling we're getting flashbacks to the episode with the fight in it and then he suddenly takes a snow globe and he throws it across the room and it smashes against the floor and then virginia's there and she picks up the shared eiffel tower (laughs) this was my favorite hello again ellen green hey she's not finished yet yeah we then have a full conversation between siler and virginia and he's like, why did you lie about who I was? And she's like, oh, you know, I did lie. You were this teeny little thing and I just wanted to protect you, to love you. Didn't matter. And Sire's <laughs> like, it mattered to me. I didn't feel like I fit in my whole dang life and it's all your fault, Virginia. <laughs> and he tells her about how he went to see his father and he was pathetic and I didn't want to become him. So that's why I took the shape-shifting thing because I thought, you know, that would make me special and now I can be whoever I want to be, so why do I feel so lost? And she's like, you know, I, I didn't give birth to you, but from the moment I saw you, like, I knew you were special. Siler says, yeah, you're the only one that really thought, you know, he was special, and he killed her. And he's, she's like, yeah, but now I'm back. And we now realize what's happening, if you haven't picked up on it already. Siler mm-hmm. is full-on Norman Batesing. He is shifting back and forth between himself and Virginia, Having a conversation with himself. Yep. Close them all. I've called him Norman Bates before, but here we are. Virginia and Siler. It says in my notes, in all caps, he's doing a fucking Norman Bates. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not subtle. 
I've called him that before on this podcast, like back, like we yeah. were talking about Gabriel and stuff. So, oh, big time, mm-hmm. big time. I'm amazed he's never killed anyone in a fucking shower. And we get a knock on the door, and that kind of stops the, the the conversation because it is Danko. And Siler opens the door, and Danko's like, "We found Rebel. Tell Agent Taub to join us." <laughs> okay, okay, but also Danko's like. What are you doing? <laughs> like, I think he heard him <laughs> talking to himself. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. apartment walls are thin. Yep. <laughs> a little light cross-dressing. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if we had a... Oh, could you fucking imagine if they didn't just do the, like, fine, we'll just let him shapeshift clothes? If, like, every time we saw Silas part of the conversation, it was, like, above the shoulders, like a close-up. Yeah. And then the reveal, we saw that Siler was in, like, Virginia's clothes. I would die. It would be so great because, yeah, you want to see him, like, in the sweater. I mean, that's the whole thing, right? Is you want to see him mm-hmm. in the thing, doing the thing. So, yeah. Yeah. All, like, ill-fitting because he's so much, like, different shaped than her. So. Yeah. yeah. That would have been fun. See, I could argue that with some of the clothes stuff. It's like, they are not the same. Because <laughs> when he goes from Danko to him, he is much taller than Danko. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. That fucking too. Same thing, it's like, Zachary Quinn and Ashley Crow do not have a similar body type. No. It's gonna, <laughs> yeah, no. the clothes still fit, so, yeah. Yep. No, he's mm-hmm. just fully creating clothes now. <laughs> it's just out yep. of thin air. He's a wizard, Harry. <laughs> God. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, why don't why don't you tell me all about how uh, Ando is uh, dealing with this, this for the first time, not being frozen. Ando is loving it. He's <laughs> like, this is what it is, being in, like, your... Your fortress of solitude. And he's doing a lot of, like, he, you know, he's Batman and Hero is uh, Superman-like illusions. And Hero's like, why am I Superman? And Ando's like, because you're fascist-like Superman. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> he says, okay, well, he says that he's noble and he's also mm-hmm. fascist. <laughs> he's yes. a little fascist. Mm-hmm. He says he's a little fascist, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Hero's like, no, I'm not. And Ando's like, yeah, you are. And again, you don't like me being a superhero. And Hero's like, no, I got you the Ando cycle, you know? I just think that Crimson Arc has unfortunate connotations. Again, he's something is wrong with this name that at least we're not picking up on what exactly Hero's problem is with it. I'm telling you, it's what I said. <laughs> and why? Oh my gosh. It, does Hero really think it's a fucking period thing? Like, I think he's making that joke to be an asshole. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Leave Ando alone. <laughs> You're just crying under a sheet. I'm like trying to figure out what else. I it don't could be. think I can't think of anything else. I cannot. Like now that you said feminine, I was like, holy shit. Okay. Yeah, ladylike. And Ando's upset. He's like, you know, you're not the only person with a destiny here, Hero Nakamura. You seem to think that. And sure, <laughs> season two kind of like really put that like down on the nose that you have a destiny and all but listen you're not the only one with destiny and this whole time hero's kind of like walking around <laughs> and he walks away and he's like he apologizes and then restarts time ando is hit with both the trank guns <laughs> and then hero freezes again he looks around and finds an agent that's about his size so yeah plans back <laughs> in action uh, I was like, you're not making the best argument for yourself there, you little fascist. Because, <laughs> yeah, he's like, I got you the Anda cycle. I did this and this. As he's moving the tranks to get him, I was like, you yep. asshole. Mm-hmm. 
It's like, we'll just, we'll have this Crimson Arc conversation to, like, distract you while I'm enacting the plan <laughs> that I want to do. It's so hero, though. That's so fucking him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh... All right. Yes. How goes the hunt for Rebel? Whew. Well, so Danko and his men are after Rebel. And we see Micah in his hideout, and suddenly the lights go out. And we see Danko be like, ha-ha, no electricity means no machines, so get wrecked. Um, Taup is there, and then he disappears. So mm-hmm. Micah's getting his shit together. He's like, go bagging. He's gonna run. And he runs right into Siler. Oh no, tick, 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 right? Um, who was not expecting a literal child. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he was not signed on for that. Um, kind of really throws him for a loop. He's like, you're rebel, you're just a kid. And uh, as we've said in the past, and I'll say it till I die, Siler's not about killing kids. So yeah. mm-hmm. he never has, and he's had opportunity, and I don't believe Micah was ever truly in danger of that. So, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know that. So Micah's like, I can help you, dude. I can figure out, you know, you, we can we can figure out who you really are. And Siler, I love when he just walks in. He's just immediately fucking with his shit because he has no sense of boundaries. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, don't touch mm-hmm. his stuff. God, just touching everyone's stuff all the time. <laughs> but yeah, Rebel tries to pull the like, dude, you are one of us. Like, stop being a dick and contribute to the fight because... You know, yeah, you're working with them now, but eventually it'll be us and them, you know, at the end of the day. So you really need to get your shit together. And Siler's like, mm, nah, he's like, you're just alone. It's you and your machines and your false hopes. Like, I don't help people. I'm a rebel, remember? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> sorry, I fucking hate that. And he's like, you know, it's too late, you know? I joined the other side. And Micah's just like, oh, God, he's saying things that are so, like, earnest and hopeful and Micah, but hearing them said to Siler, it's like, oh my god, don't say those things to him. He's gonna take <laughs> the most murderous reactions to them for other people. Like, I- I- dare I say, at this moment, I'm going to blame Micah for Bleep's death. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But that, that comes up soon, but yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, so he's like, they don't see how special you are. You can save us all. And it's true. If Siler wanted to, he could be the hero. He absolutely could. We have flirted with it since season one. We will flirt with it until the end of the show itself. If Mm -hmm. he wanted to, he could be the one. Yeah. But he's not quite there yet. (laughs) Yeah. Which, by the way, Mm -hmm. you know, Siler at the beginning of the scene, he's top. He's with those agents. And then, oh, wow, he got to Micah real fast, real ahead of everyone. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh Uh-huh. Siler can... (laughs) teleport sure <laughs> tell me he did ev- how did he get there so fast the, how no I, i'm not gonna argue with you the evidence is greatly outweighing any other possibility so i wish i had all this evidence during that first argument episode that we had <laughs> me too it's like the, the nathan's always been this way thing we missed a lot of details but mm-hmm. like you know that's that's just how it goes um Yep, yep. Yeah, no, I'm not arguing with you. I'm I'm more and more inclined to short distance teleportation or something like that. Every time mm-hmm. he pulls this, so I'd forgotten about that. Mm-hmm. And how quick he'll be later too. So yes. Mm-hmm. But this one in my notes, I wrote teleporting bitch in it. So <laughs> yes, I know you did. I saw. Oh <laughs> um, <sighs> well, and also like this is a big moment. This is the first time Siler and Micah have ever met face to face. Yeah. Because Micah was always stuck in, like, shitty storyland. 
um, mm-hmm. or dropped Storyland. So, like, Micah has never met Siler. He's never met Peter Petrelli. Not really. Other than Kirby Plaza. So, Kirby don't fucking count, because he was, like, way over there, <laughs> and, like, that does not count. Yeah. You could say he met Siler there, because Siler was making an ass of himself for everyone. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, I watched my mom kick your ass. <laughs> my, remember my mom? She kicked your ass at the parking meter. <laughs> She's dead now, and Siler's like, good, I'm glad. Anyway, um, so back to the agents. They have Ando in, like, full custody. He's got the tube in his nose, whole thing. And Hero's hiding in plain sight. He's got the tactical gear on, and they're all in a little, like, transport vehicle together. And he touches Ando with the toe of his boot, and he stops time again, just except for them. And Ando's pissed. (laughs) He's mad mad, (laughs) because this is not what they agreed to at all. And it's true. Ando keeps getting the short end of the stick with this. It's it's really true. So mm-hmm. I'm on his side. I'm Team Ando right now. Yeah. He's like, if I wasn't shackled, I would punch you. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'd love to see. I'd love to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, Hero's like, okay, but we're going to the bad guy's lair. Like, you have to play possum. And so he turns off the drip. He's like, okay, so you'll have your powers, you know, but just just be cool. For the love of God, Ando, for once in your life, just be cool. And he resumes time, and it's so great, because the literal thing that everyone's thinking is the thing they use in the scene. A guy next to him looks over at Hero and goes, since when do you wear glasses? Because <laughs> the guy he replaced doesn't have glasses. <laughs> and all hell breaks loose <laughs> while they're driving. Mm-hmm. And we see all the red lightning, Ando going full Crimson Arc. <laughs> and, um, it's just chaos. And... uh Hero's real annoyed about things and how it went, but, uh, he, you know, because he freezes time again. And Ando's like, look, this guy was going to tase you, bro. Like, I saved you. You're fucking welcome. And they decide, all right, well, plan B then. And they, you know, pick up, like, a device. And they're like, we're going to go where they're going. And he's like, GPS. And uh, he goes over to Ando. He's like, let's go, Batman. And it's like, oh, it's the Crimson Arc. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Ando saved the day, and you need to appreciate it. <laughs> Here, you really got to talk to Ando about consent for him freezing time, you know? so <laughs> That's what I mean. He always does this to him. He has since mm-hmm. the start. Just popping off whenever you want to, leaving Ando behind. It's just like a little bit of respect, you know? It's, mm-hmm. it's a little bit of consideration. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, um, so the hunt for Rebel, huh? Yeah, oh boy, ready? Strap on in. Mm-hmm. I am ready. <sighs> so, Danko gets a call that Rebel is running and he's on the pier. And we see Micah running and we figure out right away that this is Siler as Micah because Micah is also watching. <laughs> it's not like, it's it's not a like long reveal. You see it immediately. Mm. And Danko is also stunned like he's just a kid. Or no. Another agent says he's just a kid, and Danko's like, mm-hmm. take him down now. Danko does not give a good goddamn. <laughs> no. Because, yeah, another agent was like, he's just a kid. And they listen to Danko, they shoot him, and he falls into the water. And so now they're going to try to find him in the water. Sometime later. Can I, can I, can I interrupt you real quick? Mm-hmm. Uh, that shit really hits differently to see them fucking murder <laughs> a... Yeah. Yeah. It really hits differently to see these government agents ordered to not detain Rebel, mm-hmm. but to 
to fire upon him. Yeah. A child who ostensibly has no, like, you know, he can't, like, throw electricity at you or anything. Like, this is just a yep. kid who's running for his life, ostensibly. And they, uh, they they fire at a kid who's basically, like, um, harmless in that way and uh, is, um, you know, not a white boy. <laughs> And it, it hits a lot differently in this landscape. So you wouldn't have really thought twice about it, I think, watching it the first time. But after everything that's happened in the world now, it's like, fuck. Was it... They didn't even they didn't even try to take him in. Like, Was it um, trank darts that they shot or was it live ammunition? I don't remember. Because it could be a thing I, of like, not, oh, it's trank darts and he fell into the water and he drowned because you guys kind of fucked him I, up. I don't know because they were very like take the shot and yeah. uh mm-hmm. i think the man had a gun <laughs> like i most I don't likely know. yeah yeah because if it was just tranks why would he hesitate true can it be fine from that true probably so i don't know i'm not 100 percent, but it, it seems like they fired at him and then they were looking for a body like because you can't so transport rebel you know not not easily no, no. so yeah I don't know. I'm not 100%. Like I said, it could be Tranks and he could have just fell in the water. You know, very opportune because like you said, it's Siler. Mm-hmm. Um, but something Siler says later about he can't heal. Yeah. Dead is dead. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I think they shot I think they shot him. I, I think they did. Yeah. I'm, I'm not 100%, but it really seems like that. And like, shit just hits different. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all. Regardless still, would they have done that to like Molly standing at the end of the pier? I mean, you said it, so... Maybe the other agents might have pushed back against Danko. Danko still might have said, take the fucking shot, but because that is Danko. Well, okay, so the thing about Danko is, is like, they know if they don't do it, he's going to. True. So, it's hard. You can't say, I mean, say no if you want to for your conscience, but he's still going to do it. So, Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. yeah. Because he was right there. He had the shot, too. Um, I feel like Danko would have shot no matter who it was. Uh, yes, absolutely. He is not playing into the thing I'm talking about. Yes. Um, as a character, I'm just talking about that type of imagery mm-hmm. does not get the same in this day and age. That's all. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. also, it, it does go back to the, like, hero's race problem a little bit. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all I'm saying. It, 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 ha- it, had to, it had to be said. I didn't even have it in my notes until you were talking about it. And I just look at my notes where I'm just like, they straight murder a fucking child. And I'm like, oh my yep. god. Mm-hmm. A child of color, and like, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Who? I mean, like, okay. I kind of want to watch the scene again and like see. Let's give look. me like two Let's seconds. Look. Yeah, give me give me like two seconds. I want to see. I'm gonna, exactly I'm gonna how look that too. Played out. All right. The by the way, the guy who says he's just a kid is a black man. I know, that. and that's like, yeah, that's a whole ass thing too. It's fucking. There's no way that's a fucking trank dart. It's a gun, right? That is a gun. That is a yeah. fucking gun mm-hmm. with a laser sight on it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he shot him. Not to kill. He tried to peg him in the shoulder. Yes. So that. But um, yeah, he is, he he was fully just standing there. It's... And yeah, I know it's really Siler and he smirked and blah, blah, blah. But that's not the image. So. No. It's interesting because I like, you know, you're taking notes or half watching it. And I, I yes. for some reason, I'm like, oh, he got lit up by several. No. And the one that calls no, it out one. is a black man, and that's also the one yes. that shoots him. Oh, yes. There's because Danko's further behind, and he's yelling, take the shot, take the shot. Interesting. Let's see. 
Yeah, I'm trying to, while we're here, I'm going to try to find the ladylike thing for Crimson Arc, so keep yours open. Oh, true. Then let me bring it up around. Might as well. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, ladylike. I just see it right there. Yep. And he smirks. Dangerous yet ladylike. And Anna's like, what? <laughs> yep. Okay. Who wrote, what man wrote this episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Indeed, though. What man? <laughs> it, it was Adam Armas and Kay Foster. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> I mean. Oh. We don't know if that's what the intent is, but it's really hard to read it any other way, frankly. So, If someone else in the Discord is like, oh, this was a thing at the time, and this has mm-hmm. to be why he called it ladylike, and it's not a period thing, let us know. Yeah, or if he's just, like, making a joke about the color choice, because Crimson's, like, a lady. I don't know. Like, it just seems to me like a period joke, but sure. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Anyway. anyway we haven't even finished the scene yet, so. Micah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. gets shot down into the water, but it's not Micah. It's Siler, remember? Mm-hmm. Sometime later, Siler shows up, and Tanko's like, huh, that's unlike you. Why didn't you kill him and take his power? Because he, he obviously knew Siler was ahead of him. And Siler's like, eh, you know, I've got too much in my head right now. I don't need machines adding to it. <laughs> and Danko's kind of upset because they're, they're not finding Micah's body right now. And he feels like a loose end to him. But as Keisha said earlier, he's not a healer. Dead is dead. And apparently while they were looking around Rebel stuff, they got some more intel on locations of a bunch of other people with powers. And he's going to line Siler up with the more dangerous ones to go after. And he's like, guess what, bud? You can start tonight, but first you have to change that face back into Taub. <laughs> oh my god, the the line reading of like, ugh, but first you gotta change, or just as soon as you change your face. Just mm-hmm. disgusted. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, come on. Like, I'm sh- How many fucking guys have realized Siler is fully on our fucking team at this point? <laughs> We've seen I this mean, motherfucker really. in the office. Danko is like pretending he doesn't know what's happening. He went after a shapeshifter. So clearly people have put this together, but it's like, this is above my fucking pay grade. If I call it out, I'm dead. <laughs> that is 100% what is happening. They're just like, I just, you know, I do my job and I go home. I'm not fucking rocking this boat. I just hope I don't get ended up killed. I guess he's not after me. I, I don't have an ability. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, except for the one that they sacrificed, you know, to Noah. <laughs> um, it's it's probably better he's on your side. <laughs> like, mm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. maybe they don't know who each, they don't quite know who he's shifting into or something as well. You know, that could be a whole thing. Yeah, there's like this whole side story that's like the thing <laughs> with the agents. <laughs> I can't tell him because next thing he's going to be me next. <laughs> yeah, can't right? It's like, what are you going to do? Call You're going to call him out? How's that going to go for you? Have you seen the files? Not well. Tob was sus and now I think he's him and I just don't rock the boat. <laughs> Don't rock the boat. Uh, Siler would be, like, the best Among Us player. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or not, because he's an old man in a young man's body who doesn't understand computers. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Video game? What is this? Like, video games? That's not, yeah. Vir- Virginia would never. <laughs> I didn't get a Nintendo, let alone a puppy. No. <laughs> no. No. Okay, so how is the real Micah, though? He's having a sleep in Tob's apartment, a.k.a. Gabriel's apartment. And 
oh, guess who else is there? It's Virginia, and she's so proud of ah. Gabriel. And this wakes Micah up, and Micah gets to watch this whole fucking conversation happen where they shift back and forth. And <laughs> I didn't write the conversation up, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Uh, because Siler quickly catches him, wa- or not Siler, Virginia catches him watching. <laughs> and shifts back to Siler. I shouldn't have brought you here. Michael's like, how are you doing that? How are you shape-shifting? And he's like, you know, my mom kind of could do the same thing, but on the inside, and she fought back. And, you know, listen, Siler, you could you could change into someone who could make a difference. Why don't you, like, change into Nathan Petrelli and tell the president that he messed up? And this whole time, Siler's, like, gathering Micah shit, like, you, you gotta go, kid. I can't take you seeing my crazy, all right? And <laughs> he, like, yes. pushes him out the door, and he's like, if I find you again, I'm gonna kill you. Finger guns goes back into the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> whereas you know our, our studio audience is like no you won't <laughs> mm-hmm. i love he's like i am not your mother and i was like yeah i'm my mother damn it <laughs> <laughs> everyone keeps telling me i'm not their mom <laughs> they're not my mom oh <laughs> uh, poor micah someone be his mom <clears throat> and then also when he threw him out he had a man tear that brings he's, our count to, like, two or three. He's so upset this episode. It's going through a lot, okay? We shouldn't make fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to, but we shouldn't. Yeah. He, he just, he, Siler, like, goes on such wild, like, swing journeys, you know? And it's just, like, <sighs> if yes. you're not on board, if you're not into it, then you're probably going to, like, rise on it harder than we are. Whereas we're just <laughs> delighting in the ride. Yeah, he's fucking nutty cuckoo. That's, like, what he's got going on right now, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's all just an excuse for Quinto to just tear up scenery. Yes. And he does. Mm-hmm. So. Who couldn't love that? So, remember Speaking that of, thing? Yeah. That thing that Micah just said, hey, Siler, why don't you do this? Why don't you be mm-hmm. Nathan Petrelli and go tell the president he screwed up? Well, we're over at Nathan's office now. And Siler's rummaging around the office and he's shifting back and forth between himself and Virginia the whole time talking about Nathan. And Siler's like, ugh, he was born with a silver spoon. But Virginia's like, oh, but you'll be a senator now and I'm so proud. And Siler's like, yeah, but remember, I killed you. You know, I'm not something you should be proud of. And she's like, <laughs> oh, it's okay. It was an accident. And he admits that it was not an accident because he wanted her to die because of the way she looked at him and, like, he was a monster and he just couldn't take it. I mean, we Ben knew that since season one. Yep. <laughs> that mm-hmm. was not an accident. No. Yep. How can I be special? How, how can I be anything when I kill the only woman who loved me? And she's like, that's why you brought me back. I forgive you, Gabriel. Now you can be anything you want, a senator or maybe even president. And Siler has a toothbrush that he found in Nathan's desk. And he opens up. It's like a little travel toothbrush. He opens it up and he touches the bristles. And he's like, you know what? You're right. I can be anything I want. And he shifts to Nathan and says, I won't let you down, mom. Which is always like, as you pointed out before, Hearing mom come from Nathan's mouth is a weird thing. Oh, no, 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 no. He says ma. He says mom. 
He says, Ma. He says, Mom. I'll fucking bring that episode up. Fucking fuck. <laughs> he says, Mom. That's why I wrote it down. I was like, because that was weird. My caption said, Ma, because I was like, why would he say Ma? He's not really Nathan. He said, Mom. You said, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's Mom. I swear to God, it's Mom. He says, Ma. It's, it sounds like, all right, here we go. We're going to, let's pow on and be honest. It sounds like Pazdar instinctively wanted to say ma and then remembered that, like, that's not what he would say. So he goes, mom. <sighs> Hold on. I have to, I have to get to mine now because I have to hear it too, which is, you know, entirely possible. He says ma. It sounds like mom. It sounds like ma. <laughs> it's mom. Ugh, I'm not fighting about this. Anyway. Hey, Discord. <laughs> Discord. Mom, yeah, mom. Go watch the episode. Say? Let us know what, what you does hear. What fucking say? <laughs> what you hear. We'll do a us. poll. Is it mom or ma? Mom. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making such a face of like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Let us know. Um, anyway. I have, I, have, I have several things to say about this scene. <laughs> <laughs> several things. I'm sitting back, relaxing, tell us, talk. Okay. Um, firstly, he's holding that picture of Nathan and Pete while he's saying all this. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the shit that Virginia says to him, oh my god, when she's just like, you're better than them, you're better than all of them. I was just like, oh my god, could you not? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, also... The sinister line reading Ellen Green says of maybe even president is so good. She's so fucking good. I'm glad yep. that she's on here again, even if the story is like sus. <laughs> but, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's all. Just the class war of it all. He's just like, oh, he was given everything. Ugh. This Poor fucking guy. Me. Like, you would have had it any cries, better with your real fucking father, my bro. He cries and poor. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Your real daddy and your real mommy. You wouldn't have had much different life except for your real mommy probably would not be acting like this mother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Where were we? It's it's me you now, right? Matt, yes. Matt fucking Parkman. <laughs> mm-hmm. How's, how's Matt doing, Keisha? Well, apparently um, Janice left a note that she'd went to the store because Matt comes home with little Maddie. Mm-hmm. And he, like, full-on expositions all over this child. <laughs> like, he's just having his whole little experience out loud. And uh, I love how he acts like he doesn't want to whammy Janice. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like part of you kind of wants to. <laughs> like, you're telling yourself you shouldn't because you want to. Mm-hmm. But he claims, you know, like, oh, we can't use our powers on unsuspecting people. I was like, oh, what a, what an interesting thing for you to say to your son, considering stuff that's going to happen later on. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, she she comes back. She thanks him for bringing the kid back, and they hug. and And he hears something. He's like, "Oh, we're being watched. I can hear him. Like, we got to we got to go. We got to get you out of here, like right now." And uh, basically, the idea gets floated that like he could go with them. They could hide together. Like, I am his father, and I want to be part of his life. And she's like, "We have a lot to talk about." I'm like, "Oh, you do though. <laughs> you really do." <laughs> like. <laughs> The ghost of Daphne agrees. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the ghost of Daphne in this part, the ghost of Elle <laughs> in this other part. <laughs> Only woman who ever loved him, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. Huff. Huff. Huff to that. I love that when he first gets there, he's like, wow, mommy's doing good. And he's like carrying the baby and he's like <laughs> looking around the house like, mm-hmm. ooh, look at this. 
Mom is doing voice. well for herself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because they used to have like a. It was like a different house. It was yeah. Fine, like but yeah. yeah, I I do like that set. I do like the the Matt Parkman house, which we're gonna see a lot more of soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fun days ahead. Yeah. So, um, yeah, at this point, we are just about caught up timeline-wise, because we see fake Nathan, or fake Thin, as I call him, give his little speech, and just talks about, like, oh, we need to shake up the power structure, we need to bring real change to the country. He's going, ugh, rogue, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, he calls out the POTUS on air, like I said. And uh, we see everybody else is watching, too. Like, we see Danko's watching this from, like, behind the scenes. We see Hiro and Ando. We're watching this on the TV. Like, the, everyone's, like, kind of aware of, like, holy shit, what is Nathan doing? And Peter has this look on his face, like, you've gone too far now, Siler. <laughs> you have gone too far. Mm-hmm. He's not into this. So, yeah. We're all uh, we're all caught up timeline-wise. Uh, so... We're at the diner, and, uh, you know, it's like a shapeshifter one handshake away from becoming the president. Like, holy shit, this is not good, guys. And Nathan's like, no, I gotta go fix this. I gotta go, I gotta go figure this out. And he's like, I don't have to fight him. I just have to make sure he doesn't meet the president first. And Peter offers help, which is nice considering all the, like, shit they've been through recently. Mm -hmm. And also because Peter knows, even though he can't hold a million powers anymore, Siler's not to be taken lightly at all. (laughs) Yeah. He killed him once, don't you know? Uh, he's like, no, Pete, I started this. I got to end it. And I love it because it's like, I really like how the characters aren't like stopping him because it's it's Nathan having to finally lie in the bed that he made. And like everyone knows it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's kind of the subtext running through it, I think. Yeah. Because they're like, I think under normal circumstances, they'd be like, he's going to cut your head off. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, But right now it's like, you did kind of start this. So mm-hmm. I guess we'll see what happens. Because, yeah, Nathan leaves and Peter tries to follow him. Because, yeah, Peter, like, waits a beat <laughs> before he follows him. Mm-hmm. He's got to help. It's bro, bro. Also, while the speech yes. is going on, I love that Nathan is, like, completely cowered down covering his face while it's happening. Like, don't notice I am also here. <laughs> Yes. Nobody please look and realize this. Yeah. Oh, God. Excellent. (laughs) Nobody look at me. Nobody look at me in my shame. (laughs) (laughs) As much as I have it. Um, Okay, well then tell us about Hero and Ando. That's your part, right? Yeah. So Hero Uh, and Ando are at Building 2-6. And after they've seen the speech, we saw them watch it and... Ando says, no more making choices for me if we are partners, okay? And Hero says, okay, yeah, because Crimson Arc needs a partner, and so do I. And they're like, let's do it. And Hero goes to freeze time, and he can't do it. His head fucking hurts, and his nose is bleeding. Welcome to Hero's new arc! Brum, brum, brum. <laughs> mm-hmm. The nosebleed of uh, universal oh no with mind powers. Something has gone wrong. Oops. Mm-hmm. Not great. Just when they were getting along, too. Yep. Just when he'd accepted the Crimson Arc name. I guess blood comes back to haunt you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> off the stage get off the stage 
Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what if I just tweet uh, Kay Foster right now and I go, <laughs> is that a period <laughs> joke? <laughs> My friend and I are doing a Heroes podcast and we need to know. <laughs> What's in a what the hell joke? was that joke? Yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking remember. <laughs> CC Adam Armas into this discussion as well. It, was that a period? <laughs> uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna oh, have to look God. around some more. All right. Um, mm-hmm. Take the map part. No, you get one. You get a map part. Yeah, Yay. yeah. It's my last part. Now I get to <laughs> sit back and listen to the rest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're at Janice's house, and uh, Matt finds his old LAPD badge still there. Janice comes down. She's ready to go. And Matt's like, ah, I can't go with you. Uh, this is too perfect. It's everything I've been searching for. Uh, but I have to stop what's happening here. Kind of like being like, maybe Hero was right, you know? I have to end this so mm. we can have a life together. And Janice is like, oh, you want to have a life together? And Matt's like, oh, you know, back up a little bit. Maybe, but, you know, I just, I, I want a chance to get to know you again. And I want a chance for that to happen. And agents bust in and he kind of pulls janice and the baby close to him just like stick close to me mm-hmm. i just like how matt is very like you know this house our son i was like this house huh he really likes this house he wants to stay in this house the real estate market is a bitch he would like to stay in this house please it's, it's a nice house <laughs> it's a nice i've always really liked that set it's a cool set yeah. mm-hmm like, they, they've generally so. got along in season one until, like, the, the big nail in the coffin was, oop, she cheated on him. But then when he found out she was pregnant, it was all okay. And then season two, I guess he thought it was the other man's baby. I don't know what happened there. I mean, they just completely drop her until they need her. That's how Janice's whole thing is handled all the time. That is true. That is true. It's a bummer. Like, mm-hmm. Are you ready for the part that you chose italics for? You had to swim through all of that Matt Parkman leading up to this. I did. I did. But it's going to be worth it because um, this is, as I've said before, I've referenced this before a million times. It's one of my favorite scenes in the show because not only does Siler finally get to meet Micah face to face in this episode, but he finally, finally gets to meet Nathan after all this dancing around each other for however many episodes, just constantly being in each other's fate. And it's finally happened. And it's so perfect. Uh, so Nathan shows up at his office and he's trying to find a gun that Siler already has. Because if we know anything about Siler, it's he like he looks through every drawer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he loves going through people's <laughs> shit. So he was fully ready. And so he's just like, oh, poor Nathan. You love yourself so much. And Nathan's like, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, ah, no, I've taken a stroll through your life, Senator. You've been handed so much, but you want to destroy the one part of you that makes you special, your power. And he's like, see, your mother, shout to Angela, what's up, gave me a very useful ability to know the history of everything I touch. And oh my fucking God, he says, you've been a bad boy. And (laughs) cue the typing of like a thousand siphon fix out of nowhere, because who couldn't with that line reading? You know, deceiving your mother, turning on your brother, your sweet, precious Claire. And this is the jacket you wore when you betrayed everyone. And he's got, like, a jacket of his. And Nathan's just like, it's so great. Because, like, the thing that I was really excited about Nathan and Siler finally meeting face-to-face is they are going to have a very different interaction than Siler has had with any other character before this. Mm-hmm. 
because Nathan ain't no bitch. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's he's not gonna go in for this bullshit. And he says that. He's like, I don't need to defend myself to you. You're pathetic. You're a psychopath. I know how Tyler Shrugs like, can confirm, but <laughs> like, you got me. I was just, you know, shape-shifting into my mother a little bit ago to have a a long conversation. You know, that's the thing is, like, even before you, like, really figure out that he's shape-shifting, uh, shape-shifting into Virginia, the things coming out of Virginia's mouth are so just like, there, there, son. You can never do wrong. Mm-hmm. It's everyone else who's wrong. Like, yeah, it's so very him just puppeting her. It's so sick. Um, But, yeah, he's like, no one's going to believe you're me. And he's like, I'm not going to be you. I'm going to be better than you. And he's like, ah, goodbye, Nathan. And he very dramatically lifts his finger like, holy shit, it's going to happen. Holy fuck. This is all, you know, it's very five years gone. It's all leading to this. But instead, he gets shot from behind with a Trank gun. And it's Danko. Holy crap. And uh, Siler is annoyed after this. He is he is pissed that Nathan gets shot with that Trank gun. Like, what the hell? I was doing a thing. And Danko's like, look. Petrelli is a United States senator. We need to handle him delicately. Like, you know, we can't just kill the guy, which is very, you know, different for what I, I think they could. I think they could. Um, mm-hmm. But he's trying to keep Siler focused. He's like, you need to become Taub again. I'm moving to take the rest of them down and you should be part of that. Mm-hmm. And as he says this, we go over. Hold up for one second. When Danko says he's a senator, we got to handle him delicately. He shoots Nathan again. Again! Yeah, he does. He does. He shoots him again. And do you think that Danko came over <laughs> to the office gun ready because he thought Nathan came back to town and he was going to show him what for, or that he realized that's mm-hmm. Siler up there? Which do you think it is? Um, And he, like, realized, oh shit, Siler's in there too, and he's like, well, it's okay, well, like, saving his life, I guess, kind of, you know? I I know he had his suspicions when, when, when Nathan did that speech, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um... Because of Siler's whole acting out bit lately. Yeah. Not putting it past him. So. Yeah. And then him shooting Nathan twice is just the kind of overkill I'm here for. Because <laughs> he just doesn't like Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> he did not need to shoot him with the trank twice. You gotta handle him oh delicately, God. fire. Nathan is Nathan. He's not Siler, who somehow is immune to all drugs and <laughs> tranquilizers. Like. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Yes, that was delightful. You are correct. That was, that was really good. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, he says, I'm moving to take the rest of them down. And we, we pan over and, you know, we see, um, holy fuck, Mohinder. Mohinder's in this episode. <laughs> Mohinder's what in the this? hell? <laughs> he's still on the show. Wow. Um, he's still chilling at Coyote Sands. He's looking at film reels. He's in like a fucking crazy cabin. Like, um, like Ted Sprague was in mm-hmm. season one. I bet it's the same cabin. Um, and then boom, a bunch of men come in and they take him down. And it's like, oh no. And we see Hero and Ando outside bleeding to, uh, building 2-6. And Hero is bleeding like crazy. He's not having like a little nosebleed. It is a real fucking problem. And we see Parkman and family. And Matt Whammy's the guard. So they can't realize his family's there. It's kind of like a Jurassic Park, like don't move kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As the guards like walk around them. And then we see a roadblock getting set up to stop the diner gang. And it's like, oh, no. And so we don't get to fully follow what happens with them um, because we go back. So Siler washes up and Danko's like, oh, you know, no, no to this face. No to this man. Mm -hmm. 
And Sellers like, no, I'm not interested in your bullshit anymore. Nah, nah, fuck this. And he's walking out. And as he walks out, Danko whips a fucking knife right in the back of his head. Mm-hmm. So bye, Siler, I guess. It's the sweet spot, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does he, is he really dead? Did he really get the get? I mean. Damn. What's going to happen in the finale, then? <laughs> These are all thoughts we had at the time because it was like oh, he stuck him in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what you don't do. Um, and Dago's just like, oh, such a waste. You just didn't know your place. And he picks up a comm and he's like, Agent Gordon, send a cleanup crew to. And we hear groaning, and it's like, what the fuck? And Siler stirs with a knife sticking out the back of the sweet spot. This is beyond. Anything and everything we've been told should be possible at this point. Mm-hmm. We saw Claire immobilized with that fucking tree branch. Like, we've seen Peter with the piece of glass. Until the thing is removed, they are done. But there he is, just standing up. And he yanks it out of his head. And he's just like, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and he just looms over Danko. And you know how much the show loves Siler looming because he's tall. And uh, to be continued. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. Siler said to someone a little earlier in the season, the area you'd have to hit would be microscopic. He did. And they fully explain it right when we come back in the, in the next episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That he did, he did a sneaky Siler thing. <laughs> Yeah. That, you know, if we had music on this podcast, would have its own theme by now. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Sneaky, you know. Um, That's yeah. sneaky. He's not playing by... He's not, <laughs> he's not playing by the rules. Siler doesn't play by the rules. He's a rebel. Anyway, so... Yep. Um, yeah, what'd you think of the episode? I thought it was good, uh, you know. I thought it was a great episode. He had a nice balance with the, like... Like, Hero and Ando, kind of comedic, like, argument stuff. Mm. Matt's stuff was a little funny, even with the baby, you know? Like, that whole, like, ha look at this house. And, um, you know, we get, like, 75% of the episode is Siler, so... Who could complain? Yeah. Lots of people. But not us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what's interesting is that they've certainly set up, like, the Siler versus Nathan of it all. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff that we don't quite know about what's going to happen in the finale. Mm-hmm. It kind of seems like anything could still. We've almost like pulled all the pieces in to reset point. Yeah. It's really yeah, up in the air what could happen. It was a bit of a surprising episode. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we'll talk about that next time. Yeah. On Eclipsed. <laughs> a Heroes <Yeah>. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're two old school Heroes fans. Watch the show. Argue about what the fuck Adrian Pazdar is saying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and defend its honor, maybe. Us, occasionally. Mm-hmm. When it needs defending. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to give us our socials? If you're done talking about anything more for the episode? I'm done drawing at the moment. Okay. Um, give us yeah. our socials, please. So, I will. All right. So, um, and this is when the cat's getting really, like, stir-crazy, too. So, <laughs> prepare for kitty. Uh, yeah, so thank you for listening. Uh, if you would like to... Find us on the worldwide interwebs. We are on Twitter at Eclipse Podcast. Our individual accounts are at Lady underscore Snark. That's me. Uh, Rachel is at that verb there, verb of the B, like building two six. 
Valkyrie, I swear to God, if you jump up on that Funko Pop shelf, we are going to have an issue. <laughs> Turns out, she did indeed try it. Hi, it's future Rachel, filling in the rest of our socials after the chaos. You can send us an email, weareeclipsepod at gmail.com. The best way to get a hold of us is through the Discord. The link will be in the show notes. Come over. Did Nathan say ma or mom? And was Hero making a period joke? Let us know your opinions. Um... Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> I'm so mad. That's, uh, that's going to be it for us for this week. Um, thanks for joining us. We're finally doing the season three finale next, next time. Holy fucking shit. It's been a million years, but we're there and, uh, big, big stuff in that episode. Um, so much that we're probably going to record two episodes that one day because of the thing I told you about. So, mm, yes. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, but thank you for joining us. Uh, if you listen to this on your podcast app of choice, you know, please like, subscribe, give a review, tell us how we're doing. Um, you know, we, we've got a little bit left. We've got the last season soon. We've got some bonus stuff and we are doing Reborn, which will be interesting because mm-hmm. I've not watched it except for the one time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, we will see you next time. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. I heard something fall. I was like, what are those silly girls doing? Next time on Eclipsed, it all leads up to this in our coverage of the Season 3, Volume 4 finale. We get a major moment on the show that quite literally changes everything as we lose one of our heroes. But we don't lose any cast members. That's kind of weird. Anyway, tune in.